0: Welcome to the Crisis to Crush It podcast. My name is Joel Ingram. Welcome to today's show. Shout out to our sponsors, Blocksleep.com, whose glasses allow you to go on the TV, on the computer, or on a tablet after dark. As after dark, you shouldn't be on these devices because it can suppress the melatonin within your body, which will affect your natural sleep cycles. Blocksleep.com provide glasses which are available on Amazon or at www. Blocksleep.com. So let's dig into the first question, which is, um, can you tell us a little bit about what's going on in your world right now? Okay. Um,
1: lots of exciting things happening in my world right now. Uh, We've got different projects running through Love Life Love You, which obviously is um, I'm the director of. And it's about helping to change people's mindsets. What I'm really excited about is I've managed to get into uh, a local school to start training the teachers, to take techniques into the classroom, to to teach the kids. Now, these kids are children from three up to 11. So I'm a big believer that, you know, to change somebody's world is to change the way they think about themselves. So if we can get them to believe in themselves more, have more confidence, and knock out what I call the little trees that have developed in our lives in the early years. So for argument's sake, we have an occasion when we're little, where we feel sad about something, and, and we take on that little sad tree, and then we get angry about something, we got an angry tree, um, and different emotions are are created through experience, through learning from people around us in our early years. Now, if we have the ability to take out these emotions and understand them better, then it gives us a little bit more power in ourselves to be able to achieve things better and not be conditioned by the by the emotions that are controlling us so your classic cognitive behavior therapy would be a a thought so we have a thought or something in our environment triggers a thought which then gives us a feeling within ourselves and then the behaviors come out of it now if we can get that control and understanding awareness is, is the key thing then we have the ability to to behave in different ways which are again going to be more empowering for ourselves and more belief in ourselves so that's that's the biggest thing I've got going on at the moment. There are numerous other projects. We are looking to take this into um, colleges and universities, which we are talking with a few at the moment, um, and helping people, you know, after they've gone through the, the the childhood process, into the teenage process, they're already carrying this stuff from an early age. So it's getting in and helping them then to still be able to understand it because it's never too late where you are, whether you're three or you're a hundred or three, you can still change your life in some way for the better, but it's just knowing how to do it. Yeah. Um, And that's, that's the passion I suppose is helping everybody to be the best version of themselves. And the way they do that is to really look within themselves and, and notice, you know, the, the patterns that they've got running.
0: A little bit of introspection.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mate, you know, Um, but that's the thing that, sort of frightens people a little bit, looking within themselves, because we've all got skeletons in the cupboard, you know, never mind what part of your life you're in, Um, but it's just having a bit of courage, a bit of courage to look inside yourself, and it's about responsibility as well. You know, so many things I've learned along the way in my journey about myself, um, and then realising that other people have got very similar patterns of behaviour, but we all use them in different parts. And, so, and when we get that understanding um, we've got the ability to change if we wish some people don't want to change some people want to keep things the way they are mm. okay little message just come up on my screen and did we get it? no no the internet was unstable but um, it's obviously right to the self, no? yeah.
0: yeah okay yeah no I, I hear you it's, uh, it can be difficult when you've got to go back and look at past emotions or situations because obviously the emotion generated then can be painful
1: Oh, absolutely. mate! And, and we've got this wonderful thing inside, you know, inside us, this unconscious mind, which um, some people understand, some people don't. We've got a conscious mind, we've got an unconscious mind. It's like the little voice that talks to us inside. Um, we've conditioned it over the years and told it certain things. And it's, it's almost like um, it's there to... Obey us to serve us to the best that it can. It keeps us alive. You know, it works with the body. It's helping us to pump our blood and our heart, digest our food. It's doing all these wonderful things for us, but also it's been listening to us and we've been telling it things through our experiences and it's still obeying from that young child. Um, it worked then, but sometimes, you know, it doesn't work when we're a little bit older and wiser, but we don't always understand why we're stuck in certain patterns in our lives. And, that, and that's the way when we start looking inside we learn about those patterns but that little unconscious part is the protecting us from the emotions that were quite painful but when we actually face them when it's like facing a fear just going into the pain it actually starts to dissolve it and it sets us free so yeah it's about your own freedom and the abilities to now have a, a clear path in front of you instead of your past coming over and Living into your past all the time. It's putting the past firmly away and creating that new future for yourself, but also remembering to live in the moment
0: absolutely absolutely so as we're discussing what's going on right now um with regard to your mindset Jim is that is that taken on or morphed in any way
1: well the mind g- mindset gym has changed slightly there was a a little complication because there was a company called mindset gym actually um so we what it did, it um, it was a challenge, if you like. It was a challenge to me because I thought, well, I'm going to have to take this down. No, i not run it anymore, and it was going quite well. So what it helped me, instead of a six-hour program, which was difficult for some people to come on because it was a, a long day, we've developed it uh, into a limitations program because that's what's holding most people back is limiting beliefs and their own limitations in life. So what I've done now is created a limitations program, which is um, – three-hour program of audio and some written work where you come into the program with a limitation in your life. And by the time you finish your three hours, you break through your limitation and that creates a space for you to get some success in whatever part in your life you're looking for. Now that can be your health, your work, your relationships, you know, any part of your life can be improved. And the idea behind the limitations program is, is exactly that. You come in with a limitation by the time you finish the program, You're free of that limitation in your life, which then creates or allows something new to be developed and created for you in a better and more positive way. So that is going to be up and running at the end of this month. So, you know, watch out for more of that. It'll be advertised on my different channels. We've got YouTube, we've got LinkedIn, we've got uh, different things going on, you know, the website.
0: Let me know and I'll share it. Absolutely. Thank you for
1: that. Yeah. Um, I'm quite. I'm really excited about that, actually, because, um, you know, it's something that's been developed over years, was developed into one program, and now it's changed into another program. And I think that's what it's all about, is, it's like our lives, it's how do we improve on the journey through life, mm. and we're continually getting things and challenges that help us to grow. And the same thing's happening with the programs that we're developing in Love Life Review is we get a challenge, how do we change it, how do we improve it? And that will continue to improve through feedback of the people who are going through the programme. So their feedback will be paramount to helping it to change till it gets to the point where it's there's nothing could be perfect, I get that, but it's as good as it's gonna get and everybody that goes through it will get some change in their lives. That's brilliant.
0: So in a positive way. Yeah, absolutely. No. Um so what I was gonna say was sometimes people might not be aware they've got limitations or something is holding them back. And I think what, what I've come to realize is that limitations or rather not so much limitations, how would, how, would, how do you, could you, or could you explain to the audience how a limitation might show up or how they could gain awareness of a limitation?
1: Well, a limitation, you know, it can be a belief of, you're not good enough. So that job that you've always wanted, you never actually apply for, or maybe a person in your life that you've always wanted to date, but you haven't had the courage to go over because you just have the fear of rejection. So, you know, all these different negative things, the connotations that are going on in life are down to our own real belief systems. Um, And it's our belief system that creates our limitations. So if we believe something to be true about ourselves, then we're going to find evidence to to show that that is a fact in our lives, um, but it's not always the truth. You know, it's it's like a great NLP saying that um, we have a map, our map of the world. We all create a map of the world from our conditioning from very young, but the map is not the territory. Uh, And how I like to explain that, Joel, is uh, if you think of a sat nav for a car, sat navigation, when you have it at first, it, it takes you down all the right roads uh, and then over years, the programs stay the same, but the roads change. The workmen come in and they divert a road to another way. They put a bypass in, but then the sat still wants to take you down that old dirt track. Yeah. Yeah. And as much the same as what we are doing, if we don't upgrade ourselves, update ourselves, or, you know, just find tweaks here and there, then we're going to keep going down the same old pathways. And we're talking neural pathways in the mind that we've developed. And if we keep doing that, we stay stuck. So the whole idea of um, Love Life, Love You is for everybody to be the best version of themselves and to get from stuck to success and in the quickest possible way. And just so many different techniques you can use that help a person to get from where they are, where they don't want to be, to where they want to be in the quickest possible way. And some people take a a longer route and some people take a more direct route. Um, It's up to the individual. Very often, somebody will say to me, <clears throat> how long is this going to take? How many sessions do I need? And it's like, how long is a piece of string? The same person, well, say, say you take three people with the same problem. One of them might sort it out in the one session. Another might do it in three. Another might might take 10. It yeah. depends what's going on in the maps of the world. So it's, it's a navigation program, really. We've got to navigate with the person. And it's always them that's, you know, I've got the answer. It's them that's healing themselves. It's them that's getting themselves successful. People like myself, um, we sort of assist in them to see the patterns that they are not seeing. And once they see them make the connections, it's, it's, a, it's a transformation in life. It's, yeah. it's awesome. It's awesome to watch somebody sitting in the room where they suddenly get that connection and change their lives for the better. It's, uh, it's a wonderful... That's what makes my job so wonderful, if you like.
0: Yeah, I've... um as, as my audience may not know, I've actually been to you. So the reason I'm here is because of you. Uh,
1: well, thank you for that,
0: mate. So... And you,
1: you're <laughs> one of the great ones to work with, you know? So everybody's <laughs> different. Um, you know, we do get people who, who want to resist. Um, so they come for help, but then they are still resisting. And how do we find a way around the resistance? Because some people think, well, I can't be helped. Even though they come in, it's a limitation. Mm. I try this everywhere else. I'll try it again just to prove to myself that I can't be helped. But everybody can be helped to a degree. It's just wanting to change something in your lives. And if you take that on, you're on the way to something different.
0: I was at the point where, I don't know, I, I dread to think where I would have gone with the state of mind I was in. Because mm. when I when I think when I showed up at your door, um, it was, I think ev- it felt like everything was imploding. You know, like um, I think my, my words to you were, "Why am I w- making life so hard?" Mm. And then it was you- a
1: conversation, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly, yeah,
1: yeah. Why am I making life so hard? That's that's yeah.
0: <laughs> so um, yeah. From there, then I think we well, I don't it's uh, being an awareness of that I actually had control. That was probably the biggest eye opener. But then with that come uh, fear that hang on a minute now, I'm responsible for everything I'm doing and the way my life is. Mm. You know, which and that can be a scary bit.
1: Well your journey's, you know, evolving, isn't it? I, I recently saw something on Facebook uh, where you've been some out of hundreds of people, you know, uh,
0: and that's facing your fears, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah, I had to do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had stories going on.
1: <laughs> well, and that's it. And that's how you break through it. You know, face the fear, do it anyway. Be, be afraid and do it anyway. Um, and that's what it's really about. But that's what stopped people in, in their tracks, you know? You could have turned off and gone and had the coffee, something, they like, oh, will leave it the next time. And if it did that, that would have got that much harder again. It's really about pushing yourself through the limits, Um, which you did. You know, fantastic. And and I'm sure you're going to do it many more times now.
0: Yeah. Well, it's uh, having that awareness and understanding that, you know, especially with all the reading and work we've done as well, it's like having the knowledge that on the other side of that fear is not so much everything you want, but the growth that you need. Because if we we stop growing, I think that's when we start dying, you know. inside, not just as... Person, but like inside, like you know.
1: Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. And and I think that's what life is. You know, it's full of challenges, obstacles, um, and I see that obstacles as challenges, and I never see as um, there's no failure. There's only feedback. So it's it's learning from what hasn't worked, so that you can do it better next time. And that's the conversation we have in our heads. If we if we say the wrong things to ourselves inside, then we are we are diminishing our what can I say, our capabilities of accomplishing things. Whereas if we change the talk inside to a more positive way, this is which is what the work is really about. It's a mindset coach, is helping people to change their mindset, the way they think and the way they talk into themselves, and the results can be phenomenal. So a challenge is a growth, you know, and if we keep growing, then life gets a better experience all round. Uh, and I want to keep growing for a long, long time, because as you say, if we're not growing, then we're dying, then we're losing life, and life is about living it to the full, we come into the world alone, we leave the world alone, there's a period in between, and it's about making as much out of that time as we can, and life's too short for arguing, for war, for fighting, uh, for anger, and for all the negative emotions that we've created in our lives. And we've done it, nobody else. We've created them from our experiences, from our learning and our conditioning. So that gives us the power and the ability to change that and have that positive life.
0: Yeah. I'm reading, Frenny just touched on something there then. I'm reading a book called Falling Upward. Okay. Um, and it's about uh, this, the two halves to life. And he's saying like in the first half, it's all about... um you know, and understanding who you are as a, as a young man. And then it's like the ego and Mm. money and women and and everything else. And then, so basically he looks at the first half of your life as like the learning phase. And it's not until you get the awareness and you get a little bit of uh, experience and you failed a few times and well, as many times as you possibly can. (laughs)
1: that
0: you then come to an awareness where you can pass on, you, you then become like, Understanding and compassionate, so you 're not um reinforcing the, the like they the being macho or you know like you are saying about all the wars you know that men have created over the years, and most mm. of them have been created by men, yeah you know and then mm. when when we look at the the beliefs and he actually touches on this in the book, he was saying that it 's like there's insecurities within men growing up, but because we 've got further and further away from. Um, like uh, he goes into like the industrial age where we come out of the field and went into the factories.
1: Yeah.
0: And then the, 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 the loss of the, the father figure, because the son will be with the father and the uncle and the grandfather all day. Do you know what I mean? And he gets to yeah, learn yeah, yeah. and understand what it's like to be a man and how to act and how to, do you know what I mean? He's getting all his different stages of wisdom passed down to him, but it's now gone.
1: And also some of the wisdom is good wisdom and and some of the past, some of the past downs are what's created this negative vibe through the family tree, if you like. Yeah. Um, And that's when you talk about awareness is when we, one of the family gets to break the link, break the chain and and freeze themselves from that, um, limitation that's being created because very many families are dysfunctional and usually it's because of the the hand me downs if you like and I don't mean in the clothes but in, in the emotions, in the learnings, um and in the way we you know, we're always doing our best. Every parent is doing the best with the capabilities that they have in the moment. But hindsight is a great thing. When we get older, we always look back and think, if I knew then what I know now, I would have done that so differently. But, you know, we haven't got that power at that time. So even though our parents are doing the best they can, um, we know as children and and everybody I work with, when I talk about their parents, they'll just roll their eyes and go, yeah, yeah, mom and dad. You know, they didn't get it right in this way or they could have done that a bit different. Um, And that's when we start holding grudges as well, you know, unknowingly. Um, there may be something we need to forgive in life. So, so we're talking and touching on lots of things, responsibility, acceptance, forgiveness. Um, and these have sort of been a pattern that have formed when I look back through the um, my journey, if you like, since it began, is things started to unfold. And, and I found that I went through certain processes without realizing I was going through them. And that's, that's what makes it so great, that, that I, when I'm working with somebody now, you can see them hitting the same platforms. Mm. They suddenly get to acceptance of something in their lives, which was huge when I was doing that in the course. Everybody in the room had problems accepting themselves or something in their lives um, around something that was going on for them. And once you get the acceptance of it, accepting the way it is and the way it isn't, it helps you to move on. There's another little bit of growth once you took responsibility. And you know, These are all little things we go into when we are working with and coaching uh, the clients. And they actually start to realize and take the steps themselves. The difference is they get it a lot quicker than I did because I had to go through the processes and tune through every little part of my life. Well, we don't really need to do that now, but sometimes it can get a bit uncomfortable because we've got to hit on certain things and people will have that little upset. And then they look at me and, and think, oh, my God, I feel so much better now. Yeah, And, and all sorts of things change from that. you know. Um, I'm, I'm talking... People are carrying illnesses that they don 't realize are connected to emotional problems. People are carrying pain physical pain that are, that are attached to emotional problems um, and yet they may not believe they 've got the emotional problem until we dig a little bit and, and take the layers back and and that release comes uh, and that 's when life changes for the better
0: you know? yeah it's brilliant I was just trying to think of an example then because sometimes it can. It can represent as one thing, but when you start scratching
1: oh absolutely yeah.
0: it's, it's just I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I was trying to think of one of my own personal ones, but, uh, but it's there like,
1: are many it's like an onion effect anyway oh, by the way that's another exciting thing at, at the time I've got going on is um I'm writing a book at the moment with uh, Giovanni, the restaurant owner from Cardiff, oh. and um, that's going to be released now in November. Uh, we got together and you know, he asked me to write a book with him, um, and we called it the therapy of cooking, and I'm thinking, how does this work? How does this cross over? But it's, it's absolutely brilliant. The way it's come together, and and it's aimed at bringing um, families back around the t- table primarily, and there's other things going on in there. But, it's, you, know, you know, the the age we're in now is, is all about computers. Where uh, Dad might be in one chair on a computer, kids upstairs on their phones, mam in another room on an iPad, and, it's it's become separation in the home and then when you have food sometimes you're sitting in front of a television with a tray um i'm a big advocate you know for people getting back around the table putting your gadgets away Mm. and actually having a conversation and people find that a bit odd at the moment you know because what do we want to say because i'm too used to all this stuff on the phone you know um so the so the book is sort of aimed at pulling this family unit back together um it's, yeah it's interesting I know you know when it's out <laughs> you can plug that one for me as well please
0: no problem no problem I am gonna look start. at that one myself I think it's, uh, oh, Yeah, yeah. I think conversation, conversations are dying art I mean this is part of this podcasting oh, is what I'm the most you know it's a yeah. deep meaningful conversation
1: oh great you know and it's great that people are able to, to still do that cause how many people are walking around with their heads looking down you know looking at a phone looking at an iPad or, you get on a train, how much conversation is really going on? Yeah. You know, we are losing the art of conversation. Yeah. Sadly. And there's a lot of good stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking the media stuff. It's all good. You wouldn't be doing this now. If we didn't have that, yeah. you now, which gets great messages out there. But there's also the downside, which everybody knows about. But again, it's patterns. People get caught in patterns. And it's being able to break them patterns and habits and, uh, and, and just enhance your own life. I'm not for that for everybody.
0: Yeah, me too, mate. Me too. Okay, so let's divert a little bit now.
1: Okay. Sorry, so, mate. I do want the
0: tangents. No, tangents are good, <laughs> mate. This is where all the stories are. It's the best bits. So, um, yeah, thinking back.
1: I lost you for a moment then. I think the connection went.
0: I said, think, thinking back to when you were younger. Right. To when you were in school. Yeah. Can you tell me some of the stories that surround it?
1: Oh now then this is really interesting because I'm um, personally I had a, I had experience on my first two days in school, which um, sort of coloured my life, if you like, uh, and created <laughs> lots of patterns throughout my life. Um, first day I started, I was in the um, I was the oldest one in the class, as it worked out that everybody put in their ages. And you were about to settle down for that little sleep in a bunk bed, you know. And they used to do that back in the day. A little hour, the kids would settle down. And a teacher walked in and whispered to one of the other teachers, and they took me from that class, just as I was about to settle down, into the next class up, which then made me the youngest. So in in the first two days, I became the oldest of the youngest, um, and that was it. I went back in the second day, and the teacher was giving out crayons. And she put them on the desk and said something like, you know, don't open the crayons until I've given them out to everybody. But I was an excited little four-year-old child who ripped open the packet and started colouring on the paper. Um, Next thing, she was hitting me on the back of the head. Um, I was confused, didn't know what I'd really done wrong, and then I was marched to the front of the class and put by the blackboard, which became another anchor, if you like, in my life for problems later on, which I, I didn't know at that time. Obviously, I was too young. And then as I, that was my tree. That was my big tree, if you like, of confusion. Um, and it also became a fear of getting things wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was always afraid I was doing something wrong. Yeah. Because I wasn't, I didn't understand what had happened. So that was my tree that started my life off in a, in, a, in a, it colored it in a negative way, if you like. And then it attached it to things throughout life. Now I got to 34 years of age before I put this to bed. You know, 34 years I was stuck um, and creating other patterns off it. And once I chopped that tree down, the, the fears, the afraid of getting things wrong, you know, the things that were coming up with it, all the attachments just disappeared. It's almost like a magic wand. Mm-hmm. It just, oof, everything is gone. Now, you can imagine the empowerment that gave me to, to know that I can get things right. You know, that I can do things and I'm allowed to make mistakes. It doesn't matter if I get it wrong. Um, I'm just going to learn from it. But it was a huge fear for me, and it, I, I became a scared little boy, really. Um, and that's how I went through my life without realizing it. There was this fear inside me of getting things wrong. So, unfortunately, you know, there were lots of good things in school, don't get me wrong. Um, but my first two days, I had that experience, which then colored my life. Um, and I know I've shared this in, in many conferences I've been on, um, and I've had people thank me because. Obviously, they've had similar experiences, from my generation anyway. I know life has changed in schools now that, uh, you know, you don't get slapped so much. You don't get hit because of things that are going on. But I, I know as well that the children are getting their negative connotations in other forms. Yeah. So, you know, they still got their trees being grown. And this is why I'm passionate about getting into the younger ones um, through the teachers and getting the right training so that they can teach this to the children, so they can knock these things out of the source, and they don't have to carry them like most of us are doing. Because once we carry these trees and they go in, it gets so confusing. You can't really get back to the what I call the initial sensitizing event, the first event that created that that pattern throughout your life. Now, you can imagine the younger a person is, the less they've created the pattern. So if we can catch them early, they don't have to carry the baggage through life. And they're more empowered to create better things in their lives as well.
0: This is something I feel quite strongly about, Steve.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we know there's lots of bullying goes on in schools and, you know, lots of stuff and kids kids are in pain, if you like, um, a lack of confidence, whatever. And again, I, I maintain it's all about conditioning. It's about early experiences. And if they have the ability, which people used to call it um, emotional intelligence. Now, emotional intelligence for me is really understanding why I'm feeling this way of what's caused it. And if I can do that, then I can change it. But if I haven't got that knowing then I'm stuck with that pattern, which then grows into another pattern and another pattern and so on. And it's like a domino effect, really. Um, it's just giving that child the ability, the power, to be able to change the experience at source yeah. so it doesn't become an ingrained pattern in their lives. And it gives them just, well, they're able to have more success in many areas of their lives. Yeah. Simple as that. Simple as that. Right. So, yeah, I have had good experiences as well. I had good friendships. You know, um, I had good teachers. And it's like everything. You go through your experiences and you take out of them what you take out of them from your map of the world. Unfortunately for me, or fortunately, because it's got me the way I am today, I'm able to understand and help people is that I had my tree. They've got their trees. And it's them understanding their trees the same way I've had to learn about mine. Yeah. And then they can release themselves from things. So, yeah, school is a learning process. It's a learning establishment. Um, But there are better things to learn sometimes that will help life as well as the things they've got to learn.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's something I try and do. I'm extremely aware of the words I use around my kids.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah, words, yeah. What we're asking for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we can get into all this, I we don't think of a blue cat type of thing, you know, and you're going to think of a cat. <laughs> so if each a child don't do something, then they going and do it, and we wonder why they've done it. Why have we done that? I've just told them not to do it, but we haven't asked them what we want them to do, and ask, you know, to stay away from something, because they'll get hurt, and then they'll understand it better, yeah. It's, it's a huge learning process. I had to learn to walk and talk again.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, basically, yeah. It, yeah, it does feel like that, yeah, having yeah. to converse with people differently. Okay. okay. So, um, recalling now when you were younger, maybe not so much school, but maybe teens and up, what le- lessons do you think took you longest to learn? Well,
1: the lessons probably, you know, again, it's believing in myself and, and knowing that the longest lessons, well, the hardest lessons as well, was just taking responsibility about What was going on in my world? And that actually I was a hundred percent responsible for things. Whereas most of us, um, are in a 50-50 situation and where we think, well, it's half me, half them, or some people might think it's 70% them and 30 me or whatever it is. When actually, you know, it's a hundred percent. And I think, you know, it took me a long time to become responsible for what was going on in my world, in my life because of experiences, it was easy to blame the experiences that were outside of my, um, I wouldn't say my awareness, but they were outside my control in some ways, you know? and some things are out of our control, yeah. but what we don't realize is not so much the experience, but the, the perception of it, the meaning we put to it. Yeah. And when I started to learn that, that was a huge lesson for me, then my world changed completely. Because I just started taking responsibility more for things in my world. Um, You know, I still get it wrong sometimes, we still do. But the more responsible I become, the better my life becomes.
0: Okay. So you mentioned change there. So if you were to fast forward um, a few years forward again now to a time of great change in your life, uh, what's the stories and emotions that surround that?
1: Oh, now then the greatest change in my life, there'll be many parts of my journey. Like I was married young at seventeen. Um said yes when I meant no, that's all part of my history, you know. And then it came to thirty-four when everything went wrong. Everything came crashing down. Um I had a divorce. And I think that was the awakening in, in my life. So obviously I went into back into my confusion, back into my little boy. Um I was scared, I was getting things wrong. There was what well, sort of emotions went on? Anger, bitterness. Trust. Um, There was all sorts of things going on for me at that time, and confused and shame as well. You know, embarrassment that that you're failing, failure. There was all sorts of things come around people when they have this divorce. There's all sorts of stuff goes on for them. Um, So that was part of my realization, my awareness, if you like, that I've been living life for my family at the time. I'd started young. I worked to get things better in life. And then suddenly everything was stripped back and there, wasn't, there was nothing. There was a few black bags and back home at my mans. Mm. And um, that was when I took a hypnosis course. It was about 22, 23 years ago. Um, and I took up a saxophone because I didn't think my mother would like the drums in the bedroom. So I, I, I've always had a fascination for some music, but didn't really know how to do it, you know. Um, and I took that up, which has become a big part of my life. But um, the hypnosis was the changing point because from hypnosis, I got into NLP and then EFT and then cognitive behavior therapy, then emotional freedom technique. Um, then I did Reiki. Then I, it just snowballed and did lots of different things. Um, and it's given me the ability to just help people in so many different walks of life. Um, so the was changing point for me when I was around, you know, my 34 years of age when, when life went wrong. And I went into a, into a dark place. And then it wasn't long after that, my brother was killed. So I went into a depression and a um, what we call the, uh, the path, uh, the bereavement cycle, if you like. That's it, the bereavement cycle, where we get stuck. You know, and I learned so much from my experience that I've been able to, able to help so many people who've been going through bereavement. And believe it or not, it hasn't got to be in the moment. People are not completing bereavement sometimes 15, 20 years after after the event, and we get to we get to find that as we're going through the processes, and it sets them free from you know where they've been stuck without even knowing they've been stuck. And that's a great point you brought up earlier on. They didn't realize they were still stuck in that moment because of something that happened at the time. And It's almost like it gets frozen in time. Mm. It gets stuck in our cells of our body, um, and it becomes a memory in there. And until we set it free, it can get triggered at any time through our five senses. And, and music is very powerful. You know, people will get upset sometimes. It's triggering something inside the person. If they clear it up, they can still get upset and sad. But it's how long they choose to stay there, you know. Yeah. And it's being able to come through the cycle a lot quicker.
0: Yeah, you touched so, on something then That was interesting. You have seen about the emotions being trapped inside, about the, the circumstance being trapped Do you think that's because of the emotion that's attached to it, and we're taught that emotions are good and bad?
1: Yeah, primarily it is. You know, I'm working with emotions most of the time. Um, The story behind it, I'm not that interested in. So people come into to to me and they say, "I don't know if I want to tell you certain things." It's fine because I don't want to know, you know. But when you're thinking about them, what's the emotion behind it? Yeah. yeah so very very often large percentage of the time it is the emotion that's stuck, and that freedom of that emotion is what gives the person freedom to heal and make something better in their lives yeah yeah definitely
0: i think as, as, as not just men obviously I and mean, women too, but I mean as a man you could you can sometimes be a case of you know you you're told that you know not to cry, suck it up, get on with it blah blah blah. Uh, so then the expression of, 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 of emotion as a path to getting clear on something or getting past something is then stunted and all out because you can't go with it, you know?
1: Absolutely. Look, part of my experience, my journey, um, I think it was about 12 years of age. I told myself I won't cry anymore because I was a bit of a crybaby, I was when I was little through experiences. Um, And then 34 things go wrong and I'm being coached and I start crying and then I go into my story. Big boys don't cry. Men don't cry in front of women and there were women in the room or whatever. It's, um, you know, it's just rubbish because it's your freedom. You know, it's probably more of a man to be able to cry and show his emotions than it is to hide them and try and be macho about it. Simple as that.
0: Yeah. I've been reading a lot on this lately and they they talk about um, the silverback
1: you right, know I mean? you know, yeah.
0: immensely powerful, immensely strong, but also yeah, really, really ma- maternal to a degree, you know. Yeah, really caring. Um, Yeah,
1: you don't get much more strength and power than that, do you? It's right, you enough. know, and <laughs> um, you know, the real strength is being able to show his emotions. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: That's yeah. that's why when a lot of us men fall down, to be honest, mate, yeah. is 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 the inability to go into our emotions because we stay in our heads, and it's easier than going into our hearts. Um, and, and I was I was praying for that you know I used to do that all the time and I didn't realise until somebody pointed it out to me and I got to see it and that set me free from that so yeah, yeah. Well,
0: that's something I would like to bring in to help you know to, to work on with people is that aspect of that understanding yeah. it. but it's I don't know it's tricky it's a tricky one to to broach because you, in the if you want the real world or factory setting or whatever you want to call it yeah He's surrounded by it.
1: Absolutely. You know, and, and it plays off each other as well, doesn't it? You know, because they don't want to show that they're a bit weaker than the next person or it's, it's the ego. It's, again, we're back to ego. Yeah. When the ego is playing out, you know, we haven't got much of a chance and it's realizing and getting of your ego, like a little leprechaun has been playing up, you know, when a little rock behind out of sight and you're just pulling it out and saying, okay, I've had enough. Enough's enough. And you let go of your ego you can transform your life.
0: Yeah, I like that. So, okay, so l- look at, looking back uh, and if life was to be happening for you and not to you, what would you choose to see in a different light?
1: Mm, that's a good question, mate. Um, if it was happening for me, well, I think it is now. All right? I think life is happening for me now. Um And that is probably because I've become, awareness was the biggest thing, all right? Just becoming aware of who I am, who I'm not, um, what works in my world, what doesn't work in my world, and not letting patterns run automatically. So I would say the biggest learning that makes things happen for me, instead of to me, is awareness. And, and living life more in the moment. You know, when we get pulled away, when we're driving or we're on a train and we, we're daydreaming, like when we were in school, looking out the window, thinking about something to do later on. Um, my day, the board rubber would come and smack me in the side of the face, you know. And, well, my awareness is back, you know. <laughs> Just mindfulness is called these days. But yeah. for me, it's paying attention. Simple as that. If we are paying attention, we are mindful. If we're not paying attention, then we're in an altered state of awareness where. We are daydreaming. We are thinking of things that we can't actually change in the moment because we're thinking about them, but we're not living life in the moment. So so the biggest, you know, way for me so that life is happening for me is to live life in the moment, to be more aware of what's going on moment by moment, day by day, and um, it gives me the ability to create things and see them coming instead of getting there and looking back and thinking, oh, I can see why that have happened now. So I already know, you know, what's ahead of me, which is it's a wonderful thing to, to know that that's the things that I can create. If you like, there are still things that are going to happen outside of my control. Like, you know, my end, my life could end in three weeks time. I got no, no way of stopping that. But if I'm aware, I believe that sometimes we can change that because I think a lot of road accidents are created because people are in a daydreamy state. I mm. once you heard somebody saying, and, um, uh, it was a hypnotherapist, actually. And he said, isn't it great that we can drive in in a, in a trance state? And I said, no. <laughs> yeah, it's great that our awareness comes back into it. But sometimes that awareness comes too slow and the accidents happened. If we're aware, we can see the accident that's going to come our way and do something to avoid it. But how many people are driving around in that unconscious state, in that trancy state? So if I'm going to say the biggest thing for me is just being aware. As much as I can, it still tries to pull me. we got that little saboteur inside that pulls us away, you know, and makes us daydream because we hear a piece of music, takes us back to when we are 17 or 18, mm. remember that moment. But if you catch it early, you pull yourself straight back, and your awareness is back in the moment. And that's where most people should be living their lives, in the moment.
0: Good point. Good point. So
1: that's, that's, that's why, um, yeah, that's why I take out of life happening for me instead of to me.
0: Okay. So you mentioned something there that's quite interesting and something I've been seeing a lot of lately is um, looking at who am I? Could you give maybe the audience a, a couple of questions or something to help them on the awareness? Or
1: Well, I always say you can be, do and have anything you want. But first, you've got to be that person or that way. So if it's being courageous, then you can put something into action and then you have what you want. Yeah. So who am I is a question. What happens when you get up in the morning? What is your I am is what I would say to people. The first moment you wake up in the morning, what's the I am? I am tired. I am not looking forward to work. I am fat. I am ugly. Yeah. That's a lot of people's conversations. What would it be if they woke up and said, I am inspirational. I am going to make a difference today to people's lives. I am going to have the best day of my life today. If your I am is a different positive way, then your day is going to be a different positive way. If your I am is a negative way, you're creating and setting yourself up for, for that day in a negative way. So if there's something I, I can bring to people, you know, just start thinking about that little I am, what you're saying. Who am I? I am wherever I want to be today. Yeah, and if I want to be negative, I'll talk negative. If I want to be positive and make a difference, I'll think positive and make a difference. And that's that's the I am.
0: Nice, Steve. Can be like anybody that. you want to be. I like that one. That's very good. Okay, so um, looking into the future, what's the craziest thing you could be doing? You're like, what would be the most amazing thing that you could be doing for yourself in the future? Say me five to ten years.
1: Okay, a connection went off, and may I can you repeat that one? Sorry.
0: So, looking into the future, right? What's the craziest thing that Stephen Chulov would want to be doing and could be doing?
1: Oh my God, the craziest thing I'd love to be doing. Well, I don't know if it's crazy, and some people think I'm crazy because I left a great job to do the work I'm doing, right? But um, it's it's being, it's having people all around the world, right, running my programs, and helping people to change in positive ways. Um, and I'm talking in institutions, in hospitals, in, in prison services, in schools, and, and in life in general. You know, If I can walk into a room of 200 people, um, and talk for a short period, and one person leaves that room and changes their lives in a positive way, then that creates a ripple effect. So, if I start with one person that ripples out to other people, then we start to make a positive change in the world. Um, ultimately, what do we all want? Peace. yeah. It'd be great if um, the love life, love you process of stuck to success would bring world peace. Um, it's happening in areas, you know, people are more peaceful. Uh, and I think if we are for everybody to be enjoying, happy in life, healthy first, we've got to be healthy. Happy and peaceful, then life would be a, and the world would be a pretty cool place to be in. Mm. I think if we could all, you know, reach for that, it's not a lot. It's three little things: health, happy, and peace. Then life would be pretty cool, and and perhaps we'd all be a little bit friendlier to each other. So the the craziest thing, <laughs> I'm not really a crazy person, I suppose, but uh, yeah, you know, I feel excited and passionate that each person I work with is having a change for the better and they go out and do it with somebody else. I, that, that's what happens with most of my clients. Actually they say, Oh my God, I found myself being you. i said, well, you're not me, you're you. Remember that, right? You're you. What did you do? Well, I was saying the things that you've shown you, know, that you talked to me about through my processes and my, my training or workshop or whatever we've done. I say, fantastic. And what happens then? Um, well, I've helped four people. So that person now has gone out. So the work is, is continually rippling out. I remember a lady telling me recently that um, she couldn't sleep well. And I told her a little process. And she said, oh, my God, I can't believe this. You know, I haven't slept more than an hour for years in the nights. And um, she said, I slept five hours last night after I left you. I said, wow, how did you do that? She said, I just use the little techniques you taught me. And then she was on some forum somewhere and people from around the world were on this forum. And she said, I've helped four women, you know, to, to sleep better. So I said, how did you do that? Should I taught them what you taught me? So, <laughs> you know, so yeah, that, that's, that's what the craziest thing could happen is for, for it to spread wildfire around the world, you know, and everybody just threw The training I give, the workshops I give, my downloads. I got some great downloads coming up. Now I'm excited about them as well. You know, eight-hour sleep programs where you get to sleep while your unconscious mind listens to something really positive and you just start to get the changes in your life. And a few people have said, Steve, it's like magic. I come in your room. I sit down. I get relaxed. You talk to me and then things change for the better. I said, wow, isn't that wonderful? But they are actually making the changes because they're ready for it. And that's key as well. People got to be ready to change and want to change.
0: I think that's the thing. No, I that's,
1: that's the key thing. thing. And that's how it can happen quickly.
0: Mm. When
1: people ask me, um, how long is it going to take? How much? How many sessions do I need? I say, how much do you want to change? And if they say, oh, I'm 100%, I'm ready to change. Or 10, out of 10, I'm ready to change. Then it's going to happen quickly. Mm. But if they, like, I'd probably send them away actually, if they wrote two. Out of ten, because so I do ask a question: How how ready are you for change? And if they put a low number, then it's not worth working because they're not
0: ready for it. I've yeah? got a, yeah. We got to want it. We got yeah. to want to change. I've got a friend that's a coach in America, and asked one of his questions on a level of one to ten: How much do you want to change? And yeah. if they say a nine, he works with them. Yeah. If there's anything less than nine, he says, "I'm sorry. You don't okay." Have to come back. <laughs>
1: And I get that, and that's great, you know. I mean, yeah. if somebody, most people will put a 10, because by the time they've reached me, they've gone through many other processes. <clears throat> Excuse me. They've been to the doctors. They've been psychiatrists. They've been to different sort of help programs. Um, so you, you sometimes find yourself the last port of call, uh, and that's fine. Because, mm. you know, they've been to everything else. It hasn't worked for them, and then suddenly something works. And then they move really quickly.
0: Yeah. I found when I come to you, I sometimes come in trying to be as organized as I possibly could, <laughs> looking to address the things I wanted to address that I thought would move me forward quickest. Uh, and there was one time I came into you and I had a list of three things that I felt were key. And I come in, I said, you, hey, Steve, I sat down in the chair, he says, right, what's happening, bud? I said, uh, oh, uh, I come up with something about my gramps. It's just like my gramps wasn't even in my head when I was sat in a car mm-hmm. writing the list. Yeah. I just, yeah. You know, so I thought, okay, let's go with it and see what it takes. It's like, you know.
1: And that's great. You know, it's just, it's just using what comes up in the moment. Why did that come up for you? Who knows? But you spoke about it, and that's key. Mm.
0: Because
1: if it comes up, why is it coming up? It's coming up for a reason. And there may be well, something behind it. So, yeah, it's always worth exploring.
0: The story, the story surrounding that and going into too deeply was just basically the fact that uh, on his. On his uh, funeral, I didn't cry at his funeral. Right. Because, because everyone else was distressed. <laughs> and everyone else was not, not hysterical, but they were, you know, overcome. So I felt I had to be like the one that wasn't...
1: The strong one.
0: Yeah. 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 So I didn't, and I held it in. And I held it in for many, many, many years. Absolutely, man.
1: <laughs> Yeah. And so. what was it like when you sent that for you? <clears throat>
0: Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah
1: there's uh Oh, and it's hard to explain to some people who haven't experienced it, isn't it? You know that um, when you actually have that release, and by the way, you don't have to cry. You can sometimes laugh. You can cough. You can yawn. I found people find different ways of releasing. They very often yawn and apologise. Oh, don't worry, keep yawning because <laughs> yeah. I know it's 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 getting something up to the system. Yeah. So um, yeah, and and when you have it, it's it's just a Freedom that you can't explain
0: yeah it's the, yeah. The, you see I mean I look back, I haven't lost the way I felt about him, no. it's it's not the lump in my throat or the lump yeah. in my, my stomach that was there,
1: there are different attachments,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: better ones and you can cope better with it, and you have better memories, and you can think about it without uh, the uncomfortable emotional feelings.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah, when you when you go back then and think of that person, you're not you not taken to the sad time or the bad yeah. thing. Absolutely. Mate. You yeah. prefer to think about like, you know. Yeah. So okay, mate. So that's <laughs> um, So th- this thing that you said that you would like to have people running your programs all over the world. You've sort of touched on it, but how would you how would you go about or set up this as in breaking it down to achieve your dream?
1: Breaking it down, I suppose, is um, I am due to go to Australia next year to um, uh, to address at a conference for hypnotherapists. And I've been asked to stay and um, and run my programme, actually, to therapists out there with the view of them taking it on. So that would be one end of the world or the other. That's a good place, and then we can start working back towards the middle, perhaps. I'm also part of the World Health Heroes, Um wonderful concept. And it's... Um, Is a guy, Owen Morgan, who's from Bath, who's passionate about making a difference in the world. And um, he's brought therapists together to help people who maybe don't realize they need help or can't afford it or don't know how to get to the resources. So these are all little actions, I suppose, that I'm getting involved in certain areas that are gonna bring, you know, it's gonna bring an awareness to people faster, and in a wider region if you like because he's going to canada and america he's getting to australia so it's already started to make that ripple effect and make a difference and i'm part of that organization um and through that i'll bring my work um i'll bring different concepts and ideas and it's it's bringing key people in i've had people come around me actually um much like yourself i've come in and i said look i want to make a difference you know, So so you've gone off on your own way mm. and you're finding ways of making a difference to people in their lives through coaching and whatever you're doing. So if I can continue to keep working with people, helping them to realize the changes they want to make and they want to help other people, then our ripple effect is taking, is taking place. So I suppose it's just through books. As I said, we go on... Soon, I've got another one coming up. The, the idea is there for children. Okay, so I'm sort of getting together with somebody to write some books for children to start to realize these emotional things and the learning, how we learn. So I guess that when a teacher reads this to the children, the teacher will get it on a, on a different level. Parents. So the book is aimed at children, but it'll, it will also <clears throat> filter through to the adults as well, you know, that type of book. So that's the next little project I've got ongoing. Um, my downloads. You know, my videos are out there and um, it's just keep plugging away. That's how I'm gonna do it. Just keep plugging away and knocking on doors. And bit by bit we're getting through to certain parts of the world. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh <clears throat> and it's uh it's chipping away really. So that people get that there is another way. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not always looking at <clears throat> Uh, medication is the only route for a lot of people excuse me mid. <coughs> let me have a drink of water um i'm a believer that you know medication is is the right way for a lot of people but there's other ways as well you know and if you can amalgamate the tone so that people are on medication but they're also using other techniques that are helping them, and hopefully, you know, slowly they can get themselves off the medication and be able to stand in their own right. Yeah. Then we've achieved something great there. So, uh, yeah, it's it's just bringing more awareness, like, through this forum, you know, people like yourself getting this out there, people listening and thinking, wow, okay, there's something in there for me. Um, chip it away. Keep at it, Steve. Keep knocking the doors. It's important you know, to get our message um, out there, man. Well... When it's a passion, you know, because I know how much it changed my life, my health, my relationships. Um, I had an illness, you want to call it, was irritable bowel syndrome, no medication, didn't know how to get rid of it, didn't understand it. I don't have it anymore. And Why? Because I released lots of things in my life and one day that problem disappeared with it. Um, and when I got that, I thought anybody can have this. Anybody can do this. Anybody can have the life they deserve that they wish they long for. They've just got to be willing to look at themselves. So, and when they do that, they become empowered to have that life that they deserve because they're not, they become becoming what I'm, like i like to say, nobody's being their real selves because we've all been conditioned from very young. When we actually start to set ourselves free from all this conditioning, we become the real person that we are. And that's when you make a difference in the world. Hmm.
0: That's a fantastic place to leave us, Steve. Um, can we um, just leave um, the audience with a platform they can find you on or best directly?
1: Uh, um, yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, on Twitter. Um, I've got a website, www.lovelifeloveyou.co.uk. And I've got a YouTube channel, which is com slash c slash uk. Awesome. I'll put um, the links. I'll send them over to you if you if you want that you can put them on um, on a link. Yep, not a and problem. Whatever mate. else you require, mate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. Well, thank you very much for the day.
1: Okay, well, thank you, Joa, for the opportunity um, of sharing some of my passion, if you like. Um, and like I've said, if two hundred people listen to this and one person gets a positive change in their life, then this has been worthwhile hundred percent.
0: hundred percent. Okay. Cheers, mate. That's great. No worries. We'll have a good day. Right. Stay strong. Thank you, mate. And you. Thank you for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed it. Please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you. So I'm going to cut it over there, mate. All right, bud. Um, yeah, I just want you touched on something then. When I did that speech down in Cardiff, um, I had... It was, it was literally like five minutes and I I probably missed about four slides because I messed my notes up, but people come up to me after, two people come up to me and one of them said, yeah, it really resonated. And do you know what I mean, he he was able to take something away that evening from it. Yeah,
1: it will, and sharing.
0: Yeah, just like you said, and I was probably one in probably 200 250 people like yeah but it felt worthwhile
1: <laughs> absolutely you know you know and it gave you something as well to say Wow, well, at least somebody got something from what i was doing and you know even if it was how i reacted when i messed up something or missed something we don't realize how we're impacting other people mm. just by being ourselves that's all just be yourself and somewhere somebody will get something from me brilliant stuff. well
0: done mate i would be booking an appointment. to see you soon myself, anyway. So, we'll have you know, a chat. I'll catch okay. up then.
1: Are we off here now?
0: Yeah. Well, what what I do now, mate, Um. yeah, well, no, we're still on, but I put this content on YouTube, whereas the podcast, I'll cut it earlier. So, okay. on, YouTube, on YouTube, they get to see the personal interaction with us. Okay. Do you know what I mean?
1: Because you've been shifting lots of energy so damn it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> have I? Yeah. <laughs> I, I did feel seven. I had um I had a headache this morning. Okay. And I've been not not Right, so here's one without going into a thing. I only gotta shoot soon. The other day I, I'm a different person now how I deal with stress. But I'm still getting headaches now and again that I feel a link to stress. Okay. The words I use to my wife are, this is my old response. I don't I don't do this anymore. Do you know what I mean? But I'm still getting like you said about the pattern. But it's like, no, I don't deal with it. So why is it, why am I doing it when I don't do it? It's weird, you know? Yeah. So, so there was a
1: couple of points I was ready to say, stop, what's going on over there right now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, three or four times it happened. Um, so I could feel the energy shift in here. Yeah. So the things I was talking about, you was linking to. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah, so there was a few shifts going on for you. That's the beauty of it, isn't it? That's that's what people don't get about what I do. Yeah. Is um yeah, I can listen to a recording. If I listen to this back, if I had it on recording, I still feel the shifts at the points where they happen Even in the recording, the energy seems to get stuck in it.
0: Yeah.
1: So if I'm watching television and it's an old program, um I still feel the person's emotion that's going on. Yeah, it, yeah. It proves to me that the the energy gets stuck in the moment
0: hey hey! this is something for you to think of then how about doing a live coaching call with me
1: yeah okay
0: and we put it out through I don't know either your platform or my platform but I'll do it as the midlife crisis man and you can do it right. as Steve Trulev.
1: yeah if you're happy to do that I
0: mean yeah
1: yeah as long as you're prepared you never know what'll happen
0: nah, it is what will happen what its is isn't it this is part of being well, trans- transparent like you know
1: yeah I oh, know, and I admire that. That's 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 courage, you know. That's that's strength. Saying, "Look, I'm happy. I I can show this can be done." <laughs> I tell you, would love that as well. Is a win if you like me to put that because his passion is about empowering men, you know, who are the matcher types and realizing that you can get the help. So yeah, really?
0: that's yeah, that's my target. My target and is millions of views. <laughs> <laughs> how many million views do you want uh, uh, Okay. Everything. yeah so uh, yeah I'll leave that one to sit with you and see what you think okay
1: fantastic uh, mate okay it's been great again
0: <clears throat> yeah that's thank you for uh, taking the time today That's alright mate my pleasure I'm sorry it's taking so long hey no worries no worries you've got a business to run so yeah so <laughs> uh, we're off on uh, ventures now alright but no worries We'll have a good day right. stay strong thank you mate and you we speak soon alright right. bye mate bye mate, ta-ra, mate.